Hello everybody, today we're going to talk about the downfalls of overpricing your home. So today we're going to talk about the downfalls of overpricing your home. I meet so many sellers and they want to list their home and they listen to all of our feedback, all of our marketing, all of the other homes that are on the market for sale. They see all of the data that we bring them, but yet they still are influenced by members in their family. All of a sudden, they have family and friends that are experts in the real estate market, and they fill their heads with lots of advice that isn't true. And so um, it's up to us to make sure that we're getting all of our data and all of our expert um, experience and showing our sellers um, what the listing prices of other homes on the market are selling for. So we take all of this information in hopes that we can all come to a, an agreement on what the house should be listed for. Now, us as realtors, we do not make the prices. We do not set our prices. There's not a magic number. Um, we do educate our sellers, letting them know that there's three people that you need to sell to. That is obviously the buyers. Um, the second people that you, the second group of people that you need to be aware of or to sell to is other realtors. Obviously, if the price is overpriced, other realtors are not even going to bother showing it. And the third um, group of people or the third um, person that we're, is always involved is the appraiser. And so if the appraiser comes in and says, yes, Mrs. Seller, I understand you want a million dollars for this property, and I understand that this buyer is willing to give you the million dollars, but we say based on our appraisal, it's only worth, you know, $800,000. They are not going to approve that loan. So it's always the buyers, the other real estate agents, and the appraiser that our sellers have to be aware of. So I like to start off by, um, when we go out on our listing appointments, um, it's very important that George and I, we educate our clients and we tell them to make sure that they're pricing their home right on day one. That's the day that we list it. Testing the market means that other agents will overlook your overpriced listing, um, or, or overlook your listing, I should say, if it's overpriced. Um, Plus, buyers won't make offers because they think that the price is unrealistic um, and the appraisers will not appraise it at what we want, um, so the loan won't get approved. So I, we always recommend and we always suggest or we always try to be bold in, in this sense and we tell our clients, um, don't try to test the market because it can and it will hurt selling it. The first days are very crucial. Um, time and time again, like we, we talked about, um, the seller gets advice from other so-called experts and then the house just sits there and then they wonder why their home isn't selling. Well, did we not talk about this from day one? So um, it, it's really important in, in that we drive this point home because a lot of times we hear, well, we just wanna try it out and we'll see how it goes. And if that's the case, if our seller is persistent on a certain price, even though we've educated them 
and we showed them all of the research and all of the data and everything that's out there that's listed. We showed them comparisons to other homes, the details of the home inside and out, square footage, all of that good stuff. If they're still persistent on keeping that set selling price, then our strategy is, okay, great. We'll go ahead and we'll list it at what you think that you want to list it at or what you feel you know is fair and then after a week or two we're going we're going to go ahead and revisit this amount and we're going to talk about some of the strategies that we recommend and we're going to revisit the price that the market shows it should be listed at and at that point um hopefully our seller has seen and based on her trusting us and seeing what the market is doing, she'll go ahead and she'll be more willing and more open to um, lower the price and keep on doing so every couple of weeks based on what the market is telling us. So I was reading an article that was just published on three um, on March 2019, and it talks about why an over why overpriced homes do not sell. So um, and and I love it because in all of our years of experience, um, I'm you know in agreement with everything that this um, this published um, newsletter says, and it says in every neighborhood. Um, it has that one home with a for sale sign on the lawn, and that's and it's been standing there for several months. The home has been there for so long that even the folks who go to every open house, every open house have seen it. Admit it, now you're starting to worry. You think to yourself, if this home, which is well-kept and modern, isn't selling, does this mean that my home won't sell when I'm ready? There's a reason why that home isn't selling, and it's not what you think. What's the cause? Well, that home is probably overpriced. The seller set the price for that home without an adequate assistance from a professional. Hence, overpriced homes don't sell. Why would somebody do that? To, so, so why would somebody do that? Why would someone do that, you ask? Because they assume that's what the house is worth. You know, there's so much emotions and so many feelings that people do not want to detach from their home. I get that. However, it's like when we buy a car, we buy a brand new Mercedes and once we drive it off, all of a sudden that $60,000 that we paid for that vehicle is no longer worth it. That breaks my heart, but that is the truth of it. When we drive a car off the lot, no matter what we paid for it, it's no longer worth that. It's the same thing when you buy a house. We're hoping that the market is great and we build all this equity, but sometimes that's not it. Sometimes the market changes and so, um, so basically because they assume that's what the house was worth and they can't detach from the home. They start talking to their friends. They start doing some online research, you know, Zillow and all these different things out there. And they figured that that's good enough, right? Wrong. Knowing the market is a meticulous task. You have to know this market and it takes a lot. It comes from the experience in the field and it comes from understanding what values are attributed to and what aspects of the home help it sell. So what values attributed to what aspects of the home? A seller with no real knowledge is only fooling themselves when they think that a home will sell for higher than the market. 
That's insane. Insanity is overpricing your home, then asking your agent, why is my home not selling? They have to trust. And that's the, that, is, that is everything. If you can't trust me to sell your home and to give you the facts, then I'm not doing my job. And a lot of times people don't want to trust. They still want to take control. You don't understand. You don't know. And I always say, you know, you have to detach from the home. Leave your emotional feelings out of this. If, if, you're, if you're asking me to sell your home, then help me sell your home. Because that's the goal. The goal is not just to sit on it. And so... um yeah, I mean, that, that is my goal, right? And I always have to just tell my sellers, let's start back at, at step one. When you called me out, let's go through all of the reasons why you needed to sell or why you wanted to sell. Once we go down the list of why they have to sell or why they want to sell or why they need to sell and how they have to sell in a timely manner, then, only then, when the seller starts to listen, will we get someplace. So here's the downfalls of overpricing. And in all of our years of experience, this has definitely happened to me, and it hurts. <laughs> it doesn't feel good. So you take an overpriced listing, and you advise the seller that in a few weeks, we're going to revisit the price, um, if we are not getting any bites, people are not interested and they haven't put in any offers and there's really no activity. And based on what other realtors are saying and the feedback is that the price is over, um, is the house is overpriced. Or, you know, maybe there's some repairs that need to be done or maybe the backyard isn't landscaped. For whatever the reason is, we're just not getting interest. So we're not really getting activity, so we need to talk about lowering the price. So say the seller is just really persistent upon not wanting to lower the price. At that point, we have did every marketing, um, any mar every marketing idea we have did, we have exhausted everything. We have promoted it, we have marketed it, we have social media it, we have spent money and time on professional pictures. And at that point, if the seller or our seller is still not wanting to trust us and not wanting they want to do what they want to do, not based on what the market is doing. At that point, what we do is we have to turn away the listing. We try not to take an overpriced listing, but we try to work with our sellers from the very get-go. Um, and then we have to educate them. And if they're still not willing and they're being unrealistic, it's time to end our marriage. <laughs> and basically what will happen is, is that they'll go out and they'll list with somebody else. And maybe at that point, that agent has convinced them all of the things that we have told them from day one, and they finally listen, they lower their price, and guess what? Agent number two sells the home and gets the credit. That is so disheartening. <laughs> it breaks our heart because we look like the bad guys, and really, from day one, we've been telling our sellers this if they had only listened. So... 
Doesn't happen to us often, but on occasion that does happen. I hear other realtors go through it. Um, I'm not the first person. We're not going to be the last. Um, there are going to be those stubborn sellers, and they may go through two, three, four different agents because they think that the agents had something to do with their house not selling, and that is simply not the case. So I say listen to your agents, trust your agents, or call me. And I will tell you the truth always. Thank you. I think what a lot of listers need to understand is us as realtors, when we're in the real estate field, we all have access to the same things. We have access to the MLS, to Zillow. Um, there are so many different marketing tools and avenues that we all have access to. So by going from one realtor to another doesn't make a difference because we all use the same components of marketing and selling. All of the tools we use. So it really doesn't make a difference. Agent number one may have taken an overpriced listing and you may have fired them as a seller thinking that it was because of them your house didn't sell. When agent number four came in and you finally listened, you finally got tired of testing the market, you finally lowered your price, and now that agent looks like a superstar. When in reality, they didn't do anything that agent number one, number two, and number three didn't do. The only thing was is that you got more realistic. So we like to educate our sellers and letting them know that not I would say mostly all agents, not all. There are a few bad apples, just like with any profession. However, for the most part, we all have the same tools. Selling a home is a tedious task. And I wouldn't try to sell my home without an, an educated, experienced realtor. George and I have been in the real estate business since 1992 and 1993. Um, it is what we do. We have a lot of years of experience. We understand our clients and our job is to help you making things as seamless and as effortless as possible buying or selling. We have a lot of a lot of clients. We have a lot of wonderful referrals and this is what we do. Um, this is a marriage. We, we tell all of our clients it's like we're married. There has to be trust. You will hear us say no a lot, but you need to trust us and we will let you know what the facts are. And you'll also hear us say yes. And so again, it is a win-win situation. It does require trust. Um, it does require you trusting our experience and our knowledge. We want the best for our clients. We want the, the most money for you with the easiest, most effortless transaction possible. We want to cover you from head to toe like a warm, fuzzy blanket. Um, the Sound of All Source, Allison James Incorporated here in Temecula. We love your referrals. Um, don't forget to tune back. Um, what else? Let me see. www.thesoundofallsource.com. You can do your own free searches. Again, if you want to share our podcast, go right ahead. I love that. And remember, if you book, if we sell or um, 
or if you refer us, we will definitely um, cater for you through Nana's Tamales. It's a $1,500 value. Hey, who does that? So anyways, um, you can call me at 951-337-8814, and I'd love to chat with you. But anyways, I hope this information was helpful, and we'll see you soon. Have a good day.